Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate, and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Marcus Walker is the General Manager Energy Services with Strata Energy Services and he has over 27 years energy industry and finance experience. Marcus previously headed up the wholesale renewable energy trading portfolio for Country Energy, including risk management of a portfolio of over $300 million in renewable energy and environmental contracts, negotiation of power purchase agreements and development and input into environmental policy and strategic direction. Marcus's current role encompasses electricity procurement and managing energy retail relationships for Strata clients. Today, I am delighted to welcome Marcus Walker of Strata Energy Services. Welcome, Marcus. Thank you very much, Amanda. It's lovely to be here. Um, and thanks for the opportunity to talk with your customers and your um, clients. So uh, it's very much appreciated. No problem at all. It's a pleasure to have you here on the show to talk about uh, what sounds like, at least from that intro, a rather technical issue, but something that is touching on the everyday lives of strata residents, strata managers. Uh, So I thought it was a a good idea to get you on the show and see if you can demystify some of this uh, energy service stuff for us. Yeah, thank you. And um, when you say it is rather technical, I think... um, I'm probably in our business, I'm probably considered like the technical expert on energy and we have got a business development manager who's Jason Howard and Jason's role is really often to sort of filter what I say to our clients and sort of put it in plain English and I do try and make it as plain English as possible. But yeah, if you want to pull me up, if I'm not, um, if it doesn't make sense, please feel free because I get it every day. So particularly Jason. <laughs> no worries, will do. Uh, I'm used to that as a lawyer being accused of using too much jargon and being asked to uh, simplify things. So yeah. uh, it'd be nice to be on the other side for a change, making those demands. I shall do. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Marcus, I'm going to start off by asking you why is it important for people living in Strata to understand? energy services? Well, I think probably the first thing is that um, strata, people living in strata have to pay through their levies, still have to pay the energy bill that goes into their common area power that drives the lifts or the swimming pool filters, um, if they have a swimming pool, car park lighting, all those common area power lightings that are basically shared by the individual unit holders. So probably first and foremost is basically um, at the end of the day, strata owners are paying for the electricity that's used in the building and what we found is that they're often set up by the developer initially the the actual accounts with the energy retailers and then they're just inherited when the owners corporation comes into existence and oftentimes no one's really ever looked closely at exactly what rates they're on and the rates just get renewed or whatever just stay often on what we call like a standing operate from the energy retailers. It's pretty topical at the moment in the press with people looking to do royal commissions into the energy retailers and having um, very, you know, very um, complex uh, standing offers um, and very difficult to compare between the retailers. 
So often those bills haven't been looked at and the accounts haven't been looked at. And my recommendation would be first and foremost is to look or ask, are we currently getting a discount off our standing offer rate? And if not, how can we go about getting a better deal? Yeah. So you've given us there some some really handy words to use. Are we getting a discount off our standing offer rate? Is that something that you recommend uh, owners are asking their strata manager or is that for the strata manager to ask the energy provider? Who does that question make sense to? Yeah, I think as, as the owners, I think the strata manager is probably the best person to ask. And then the strata managers then will know what's going on and can inform them. Um, and then strata energy services, we work closely with the strata managers and strata management firms. And what we can do then is aggregate across all of our clients and then offer that to the retailers and that we get a, a very competitive rate then by being able to aggregate for our clients. I was about to get into that question of asking you, what is it exactly that Strata Energy Services does? And you've just um, helpfully jumped in there for me. So if you can explain, how do you, say from the beginning, how do you get involved? Uh, who brings you in? And you've mentioned their clients. I'm really interested in, in who are your clients and how that the whole structure of that relationship works. So I'm dumping that on you. Over to you, Marcus. So our, our clients are generally the strata managers and the strata okay. management firms. And so we can work with our strata management firms to help their strata managers manage the electricity bills okay. for their clients, and that's the owners' corporations. So asking the question in the first place, yes, are we on a, have we got a discount, is, is probably a critical thing to ask first. Um, and then we will look at, what we can do to aggregate that with all the other owners corporations in that strata management firm um, and then to be able to offer that out for a, for a great rate. So we work closely with the strata management firms and the strata managers and we're 100% strata focused and we work for strata managers and buildings um, to meet their energy demands. So maybe a question for your strata manager is, uh, do you have a relationship with somebody like Strata Energy Services? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what we find is that when we initially start the relationship, we will get the bills from all the owners' corporations and we can have a look at those and then see a lot of them are on just a standing offer rate from the retailer, which means that they're just on just like a 28-cent rate or 30-cent rate, whereas in fact they could be getting you know quite substantial discounts, 28 to 30% type discounts if they can be aggregated in bulk. So there's some significant savings to be made from being able to ask that question and see whether or not there is some something happening in that area. So you then, when you work that out, that this building is on the standing offer rate, uh, what do you do then in terms of changing that or improving that? Yeah. So we then include that in a bulk offer to the energy retailers. So we have relationships with all the energy retailers and then can offer that to offer an aggregated load to the retailers, which obviously they absolutely want. They see that sort of size number of buildings coming to them at once as very attractive. And so we've been able to get significant discounts in the short period of time that we've been since, uh, really since October last year. Okay. Um, that we've been in existence. So uh, for one strata management company, if they can get all of their buildings together talking to you, you can then be approaching the energy provider and saying, you know, I've got uh, 150 plus buildings who want to get energy from yeah. you. What's your best rate? 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just much more powerful than sort of one individual owners corporation, say, going to with their building because, yeah, they, they sort of want to see more volume in, and make it worth the retailers while to a good deal. Mm, very interesting. And are we talking electricity, gas? Yeah. So we're talking electricity, gas at this stage. They're the two main areas predominantly electricity, but um, we are we do do gas as well and also get good discounts on gas. So, yeah, it's both areas. And do you do any uh, – you're communicating with the strata manager. Are you talking with owners direct to explain to them uh, what you're doing? Do you need to go to meetings? Are you involved in any decision-making processes or you're really just dealing with the strata manager and it's their job to um, convince everybody that this is a good idea? Yeah, so it's a bit of both, and it's a little. It varies depending on the situation. So we have had some examples where the treasurer of the owners' corporation has had specific questions, for example, and has wanted to ask those. And um, the strata managers like contacted us and said, "Could we please have a phone call with them just to talk through specifics of, say, what the contract is or questions that they may have around their particular building?" And so, yeah, we're happy, to, very happy to help out customers in any way that we can. So it varies from just individual strata managers and depending on the situation. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so we, I mean, our role is to work with our, our clients, our strata management firms, strata managers, and at the end of the day, the client, so mm. the owners corporation. So yeah, we will we'll, we'll do what we need to um, to answer questions. I'm always interested to know when people come from uh, other professions, industries, sectors that are not strata and then come into strata, uh, how much exposure you have to the day-to-day of uh, strata living, uh, meetings, and it's just uh, yeah. interesting to get people's perspectives on uh, this uh, often misunderstood, not well understood, surprising world of strata. You summed it up really well. I think I'm new to Strata in that I joined um, Strata Energy Services in January. And um, my background obviously is in energy retail uh, with energy retailer. And I also had some consulting experience um, last year dealing with the large corporate clients like the ASX 100 clients. And when I was approached to say, do you want to come and get involved with Strata on the energy side? I thought, I don't really know what too much about strata, but then when I've actually got involved in it now, it's just been so rewarding because what's been happening at the big end of town with the consultants looking to optimise the rates for big corporations in Australia, what we can do is translate that now down to strata, to the owners' corporations and do exactly what we've been doing there previously with strata now. And that's an area that I've just found, you know, is sort of, unknown but very, very interesting and and it's got some significant, um, you know, obviously a lot of buildings in in Australia are under strata. So, yeah, it's a significant opportunity. Yeah. Um, Not just so much, Amanda, even just what we're talking initially is just about the procurement, but that's just the initial part of of our business. And then what we look at is further on, obviously, the whole journey then around um, are the customer, is they, are they on the right rate? Could they look to move to a different tariff, for example? Have they put on the wrong tariff? Are there savings for that? Are there opportunities in demand management? Are they getting power factor correction opportunities, which could mean that they're using too much power and could have um, some equipment installed 
to reduce that consumption. Other examples are, could they look to um, put in energy-efficient lighting or solar or, you know, looking at that whole journey of, of reducing energy bills and, and cutting costs is part of being involved. And that's why I like Strata because there is that ongoing relationship with the owner's corporation. It's not just coming in and doing a procurement for the owner's corporation. It's then once we're involved then we can look at the bills and see very easily where the opportunities are, where they've been put on the wrong tariff um, and where there can be savings from that. And that's, I think that's the rewarding part is that it, it really hasn't been probably looked at mm. previously. And so, yeah, we can, we can, uh, we're finding, um, we're busy. <laughs> mm, and making a big difference, uh, something that people haven't wanted to look at, not understood, not realised they could look at or change. I imagine uh, the bottom line can be impacted significantly once you guys have gone in and done these uh, this audit, really. And that brings me to my next question. You probably have uh, some case studies, some buildings, some managers that you've worked with. Mm-hmm. Did you want to fill us in on uh, some results that you've been seeing for your clients? Yes, I'd love to. And I think a good example is one building that we're working with in Cogra. Uh, they have um, done a procurement with us. So, like I say, that's the initial stage. And then because we now have access and visibility of their bills and uh, can see what's going on with that particular building, um, it was very quickly obvious that they were on the wrong tariff. So, once again, I think when the building was initially set up from the developer, probably maybe using more power at that stage in the development and then when it just becomes the lights and car park lighting, it's not as much. So the actual tariff that it was set up was wrong and by changing that, we're able to save them close to $4,000 a year. And this building in Cogarus currently spends $27,000. So $4,000 is quite a significant saving just from a wrong tariff, um, which had never probably been, never been picked up. Um, and was quite clear to us that, yeah, that was something that we were able to change. Mm, um, the other thing with them too is that we've also looked at their metering contract that they had in place, which probably people wouldn't really ever notice on the bill because it, it doesn't sort of stand out too much. But in fact, this building was paying $4,000 a year for a meter, whereas we've been able to save them over $3,000. So a metering costs are under 1000 so we've been able to knock off another 3000 off their bill just by changing the metering contract that they're under. Um, same meter, um, no changes. So it's just basically being able to offer them a better deal. And that's where we're transparent with our rates in that we will come in and say, yeah, we can see this is being charged too much. This is what our rate is. So we've been able to save them hold the $27,000 bill, $7,000 just on those two areas straight away, which is sort mm. of... You think, okay, well, that, that was that was good. <laughs> and what they can do that with that money, they might have a common area where they could uh, set up some nice a nice shared space with some furniture or some play equipment yeah. for kids, or you know, just wonderful things you could do with that extra money in the bank. Yeah, seven thousand is a lot of money. Mm. So, yeah, exactly, very much so. And you've mentioned there, Marcus, a couple of times working with new buildings. Uh, does the same theory apply to older buildings, say our 30, 40 year old buildings? Yeah, which I actually live in one myself um, in Sydney. And um, once again, they're the opportunities, particularly with the older buildings, a lot of them are opportunities for lighting, energy efficiency upgrades. Mm, So they've got the older fluorescent lights and can be replaced with LED lighting. 
because that technology has now come on so quickly um, and so well, what we're finding is the paybacks for those are less than, say, 1.5 years for an upgrade to LED lighting. Mm, so that's $7,000 for that building in Cogra could well go towards, um, say, lighting energy efficiency, um, an upgrade to LED lighting, and then um, they could be using that towards that. And those paybacks are, you know, very attractive at that one and a half years. So, mm. yeah, starting to get to that point where what we're now seeing is owners' corporations are saying, actually, yeah, well, we would like to do that because that'll then just have an ongoing saving for us. Yeah. If any of the lights go within five years as a guaranteed replacement, so there's a five-year warranty on any lighting failure, which is very uh, worthwhile when you're looking at costs. Mm. So you know that yeah, it will be for five years, those lights will work. Mm. Do you, I, I mean, we talk about this and, and it all sounds like a, a fabulous idea and we're excited and there's things that we'd love to do in our own buildings. Do you have people who are just not on that train who just say, you know, this is a waste of time, um, not interested? How do you deal with pushback when you're talking to managers or you're talking to buildings? What are the objections and how do you resolve those? Yeah, so that's probably that's a good question, Amanda. And um, having had experience with dealing with corporations and finance directors of you know large companies, they very, they push back pretty much. Their general response is no, <laughs> and then and then we'll work from there. And with the owners' corporations, I think it's well, the situation is generally we found a overwhelmingly good response to they want the savings. Right. So if we can put a business case to them that says we're going to offer you a, a significant discount on your current rate, there's been just a huge response to say yes, please. And, and then once again, if we can provide savings that don't involve any cost, um, like the tariff optimization, which just means we will work with the network to get the tariff reviewed and get it put on the correct tariff, that's the thing that doesn't actually cost anything mm. um, in terms of outlay for the owners' corporation, but the savings are there. So once again, there's been very, very obviously very good um, response from that. So those are the low-cost, big-impact things that we're looking to focus on so that we, we're optimising the results for our clients and, um, and, and getting them where they really want to be where they want us to focus. Mm. So it's really that uh, baby steps, if you like, let's get some quick wins on the board, uh, get the yeah. the car running and push down the hill and then once we've got some momentum, start adding in these larger projects in terms of upgrades and looking at the lighting and as you suggested. So that's a good tip to get those quick wins when looking at the, the tariffs, uh, get them on the board and uh, that's how you get your support. The other thing too, Amanda, is that with strata in particular, um, because the lights are often on all the time, particularly in car parks, um, fire stairs, so there's a real opportunity to look at what we call time of use pricing, mm -hmm. which is where you can actually get a meter that um, records when the energy is being used rather than just having a, a one rate for all, all the day, 24 hours a day. Um, so you can get like a peak shoulder off-peak type price, and obviously the off-peak prices are a lot lower. Mm -hmm. And with Strata, when the lights are on 24 hours a day, they really will benefit from moving to a time of use type tariff. Mm. So there's a real opportunities with Strata to look at if they are using a lot of power in the off-peak periods, then we can look at a business case to say, this would make sense for you to look at changing over to time of use pricing, mm. Excellent. which is significant savings, once again, thousands of dollars 
on a, say, $27,000 bill, the savings could be over, say, $1,500 to $2,000 just to change the time of use. Yep. So that's a simple change. Um, may involve a $250 metering fee to change that over, but to save $1,500 to $2,000 is just hopefully that's where we find we don't get any pushback. Yeah, so that, yeah. That's the sort of thing we're looking to focus on. Sounds yeah. like a good idea to me. I, I'm sure we've got lots of excited listeners who are thinking, wow, how do I get this going? What would you suggest is the one thing that they do after listening to this episode to find out more, to get this uh, idea planted with their strata manager or their committee? What's their next step? Yeah, I, I think number one first is I would ask the strata manager what am I getting? Am I getting a good rate on my electricity? Is it um, is the common area? How are I getting a discount? Um, and to see if a response comes back on that. That's probably the, the first thing to ask. And if the response is, how would I know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, then exactly. Well, then, then you know that um, you can certainly speak to us at Strata Energy Services and we'd be very happy to work with you and to help you on that whole journey of, of starting the savings on the procurement and then working our way through all of those tariff optimizations and really optimizing the bill for you and getting the cost down as much as possible. Mm, excellent. That's what we see as our, as our role. And I will, before we wrap up, I will get from you uh, your contact details, the website and where you suggest listeners go to find out more. But right now we're going to jump into the book question. Uh, I did give you a little warning oh, yeah. if you've had a chance to think about it. What books have had the greatest impact on you, Marcus, and why? Actually, I, I have got a book which is called Fostering Sustainable Behaviour. Oh, sounds fascinating, Marcus. (laughs) It's actually an introduction to community-based social marketing. Oh, and it's written by a Canadian PhD. So there's a lot of energy information in here just around, particularly around opportunities to save energy without having to actually spend any money, just behavioural changes, which is obviously a, a big winner. Now, for those uh, who are listening to this rather than watching, I'm just going to say that Marcus is holding up mm. this book, which I have to say looks like the cover could be more engaging. <laughs> that's why I'm, and that's why I'm <laughs> laughing. Be. That's why I'm laughing. It looks like a, a textbook that I might have had in my fourth year of law school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably it's probably not a um, it's good bedtime reading, and um, but yeah, <laughs> maybe for you, Marcus. <laughs> it's written quite well, and he does have some interesting comments, like. Um, I just sort of opened it up even just this morning as we were talking about it and they were talking about um, just simple things like with older buildings, just looking at how we can um, reduce in Canada, for example, reduce uh, energy bills by just closing the blinds at night time um, so that it just reduces the heat loss out of the windows. Fair enough. And ways to, obviously, that seems like a zero-cost thing to do and just to change people's behaviour mm. um, and just ask them before they leave in the evening, could they just close the blinds? Mm. Um, and they just found that when they initially went round, there was probably about 10% of people that were actually closing the blinds at night. But if they sent out a message from the CEO and then also asked them to close the blinds at night, and then if people didn't do it, the cleaners put a note on their door to say, could you please close the blinds? Yep. They found that increased it up to like a 65 70% take-up rate. So that's the sort of thing where obviously and my previous experience in energy efficiency um, with the retail businesses was similar where we were looking to cut our costs 
um, where I was working for Country Energy, looking to cut our costs uh, as much as possible without having to spend money. So what, what ways could we engage with our uh, employees mm-hmm. to help them to reduce their energy consumption? And yeah, and I think this book was quite inspiring for me. So I thought I'd just share that with you, Amanda. Thank you very much for sharing. I will make sure that there is a link to that book in the show notes. I don't know if it is it available on Amazon or Book Depository. If anybody would like to get their hands sure on it, it we'll find that link. Uh, and that is what I love about Strata, borrowing from other sectors, from other people's experience and applying it to an area, as we said, that is just fast growing. And what we can do in this space is so impactful because it's people's lives. It's every day. It's what they're, where they're living, with the place that they're investing, uh, particularly in Australia. It's where we've got a lot, a lot of money. And to be able to go in and bring ideas that have been successful in other areas and bring them to Strata, I think it's just really cool. And I'm always excited to see what's next. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, well played. <laughs> Now, Marcus, uh, we're about to wrap up, so do let us know how our listeners can find out more about you and Strata Energy Services and anything you'd like to add. Yeah, thank you. Um, so strataenergyservices.com.au is our website uh, and our um, number to call is 1300-060-111 and um, we'd love to hear from you and um, let us know how we can help support your business. So we'd be very pleased to work with you. Excellent. And you were uh, connected to me by a strata manager who has been very happy with the services that you've been providing. So it sounds like you're doing great work and keep it up. Sounds like we're lucky to have you. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thanks for the opportunity. That was lovely to talk to you. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?